when you are so clear in your purpose and you're so fired up and you are connected to your why and your vision, the environment shouldn't really make that big of a difference. The keyword there is shouldn't. And so with that, it's like, yes, your environment is very, very important. And it's not necessarily the only important thing. Welcome to Amplify. We are here to help you own your truth, use your voice, and stand out as the most unapologetically aligned, abundant, and authentic version of you so that you can make a big impact in the world doing what sets your soul on fire. Because you and I, we are meant to stand the F out. I'm your host, Lauren Salon, and I'm a public relations and marketing expert, entrepreneur, speaker, former on-air entertainment host and past professional fitness competitor and health coach. And several times per week, I'll be bringing you epic guest conversations and solo episodes along with the tools, tricks, and tips that you need in order to step into your power, own your purpose, and stand out in the world as the most vibrant version of you. Because I believe that the more you you are in the world, the more successful and fulfilled you will be. So what do you say? Are you ready? Let's get amplified because blending in is bullshit. What's up everybody, Lauren here. And today I wanted to have a quick chat with you about your environment and energetic resets and getting a change of scenery and everything like that. So As many of you likely know, I am in Florida right now. I got here um, about three or four days ago and will be here for a full month in the Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. And I am here for several reasons, really. And my intention with this episode is to give you a little insight as to why I'm here, because I'm getting a lot of questions about it, but then also to talk about our environment and the effect it has on our energy. And when you find yourself needing that energetic reset, right. Or, or a, a, a change of scenery. So I'm in Florida right now, staying with one of my best friends, Susie, and I'm here because I, as you know, I've been playing with Airbnb being my house over the past year and a half and have had like a good amount of success with that. And typically I do this when I already have a trip planned, right? So I've gone to Tulum a few times in the past year, Sedona, um, like wine country of, of several trips because living in Los Angeles, we've been pretty restricted. And as a highly extroverted person, which I am, I very much need, need to be around humans. Um, so that I feel my energetic, reserves get filled up and I feel my fullest and energized and all of that. And and it's funny because if you're an extrovert, you likely can relate to this. And and when I say I'm dominantly extroverted, I'm like 95% extroverted. And so going from, you know, being able to go to the gym every day and see a bunch of my friends and just be around humans at the gym. And, and even with my, my gym life, you know, it's not like I'm going there to be super social and chat and spend a ton of time there. Right. Even just being around people, whether or not I'm speaking to them, that fills up my extrovert cup. 
right? So going from having that human outlet, if you will, as well as being with my now ex-husband, right? Living with another person who I loved spending time with to having everything shut down. And like I said, Los Angeles has been very, very strict. We're still not fully open and it's June 10th as I'm recording this, you know, going from having these social outlets and, and, you know, I didn't go before everything. I wasn't like going out to bars or like doing a ton like that. Um, but still just the regular social outlet of the gym, you know, of my ex-husband and stuff. And so to go from that to not being able to go to the gym, not really being able to go anywhere socially, and then also shifting into living by myself, right? It was a big, big transition in human contact and human energy among, among so many other things. So one of my biggest lessons over this past year and a half, since everything has happened is to really strengthen my introverted side is, has been to really get more comfortable being alone and to also play with my loneliness, you know, like feeling lonely. I, I think is a normal feeling for us to experience. And it doesn't necessarily mean you know, it's, it's not necessarily a bad feeling, right? I, I like to not try to not judge my feelings. Like we all have a broad spectrum of feelings and we're going to for our entire lives. And so just noticing which feelings come up around which situations and events and whatever, you know, it's, it's feedback for us. So being able to play with my loneliness and be okay, sometimes feeling lonely and acknowledging that. And if I need to cry because I feel lonely or whatever, like, you know, that's totally fine. And so that's something that over the past year, I've really leaned more into, right? Strengthening my introverted side, feeling okay with being alone. And I've really come to enjoy my alone time. And, and then also like noticing the loneliness and noticing when I feel that way. And with that, knowing myself and how I get recharged and energized I also know that I very much need, like the way that I'm wired, the way that I was built, I need human energy to replenish. And so as you know, if you, you watch me on um, Instagram stories and stuff like that, you see that I do like cafe work sessions pretty regularly, maybe a couple of times a week. And I take trips like every other month. And a big part of this is for, I mean, for many reasons, again, coming back to the LA being very shut down sort of thing. So, um, you know, wanting that change of scenery here and there and to just experience life, but also because I know that being around people and changing my environment is really, really effective for me to operate at my best and at my fullest. So my cafe work sessions, and I've said this a lot on Instagram, you know, I'm not going there and like, chit-chatting with everybody and talking and just having like social hour and stuff. Like usually like, you know, I, I may have some small talk in line and then like say hi to the, the person checking me out and taking my order and maybe some small talk to people at nearby tables. But when I do my cafe work sessions, like I'm pretty much in my own zone and focused and really productive. So for me, just having other humans around is really, really supportive. You know, I feel recharged going to a cafe, speaking to nobody, as long as there's other humans there. Um, and so I think sometimes people 
think that if you're extroverted, it means that you have to be like engaging with other people all the time. And that may be true for some people, but for me it's, and, and I know for many people, it's more just being around other human energy, right? Having other humans like in close proximity to you. And so for me, you know, I can, it's almost like a white noise machine, right? So if you're thinking about like going to bed and, and you put on that white noise for some people that could be a distraction, right? That noise going on. Oh my gosh. Now I have another thing to like be listening to whatever it is. But for many, it helps to drown out other things, whether those other things are thoughts, other noises, you name it, right? The white noise acts kind of as a, a muffler or a, a buffer, if you will, and it kind of calms everything down. So for me, that's what it feels like. And I would love to hear if any other extroverts can relate to this, if this description sounds familiar, but when I go for a cafe work session, for instance, or when I go to the gym and work out. And I, again, I like to work out by myself and be in my own zone, but I love going to the gym to work out because there are humans around. Right. And so for me, that experience, whether it's the gym, whether it's a cafe work session, it feels almost like a energetic white noise type of experience. So where, when I'm home by myself, yes, I can get a lot done at home by myself. Right. But when I'm home by myself, it almost feels a little bit more chaotic than when I go to that corner cafe near my house or whatever it is. Like it almost, it feels like energetically a white noise machine has been turned on and then I'm able to zone in and focus down much more effectively. And apologies if you hear my dog in the background, like I said, I'm in Florida. And so I am, I am right now sitting on the floor in the bedroom <laughs> filming, um, recording this. Um, so we're not in the, the normal studio, but that's one of the beautiful things about running an online business and also about a podcast, right? Like I can be literally in my pajamas right now, which I am sitting on the floor. I'm, I'm almost sitting in the closet <laughs> right now recording this for you. And so back to the whole point of this, right? So I've noticed, you know, I'm very self-aware. I'm very in tune with myself. I'm very in tune with my energy and how to manage my energy and my state. And you guys have heard me say this so many times that being able to be a master of your energy is one of the most important skills that you can develop. Because when you are operating at hundred percent, you're going to show up so powerfully and so effectively in every area of your life. So being able to do that is so important. And so I noticed that, you know, every, you know, maybe every four weeks, every six weeks, I start getting that itch, that, that extrovert itch. If I'm in LA to like mix it up and have a change of scenery, have a bit of an energetic reset, right? Like, again, I'm very good at managing my energy when I'm home and, and even with everything being shut down and not seeing very many humans and I know myself, right. I know how that I'm wired this way. So I get to, I get to support myself effectively in whichever, however that is, is going to look. And so back to the Airbnb thing, I have Airbnb my house several times over the past year and a half, specifically when I have trips already, sometimes I'll open up random dates and be like, Oh, if somebody books, then I'll take a trip. And so after I went to Tulum in April, um, I Airbnb'd my house for that full week while I was gone, which was amazing, right? I got to, you know, I think that that trip or that um, visitor in, in my house, I think it almost paid for my entire trip, right? And so I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to open up some dates. Let's just see what happens. So I opened up like the next two months or whatever. I had three bookings come through. I had somebody come for a weekend. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do a little staycation at a place in LA. The key, right? Because I view Airbnb as a business. The key for me when I do that is to make sure that if I'm staying anywhere that I need to pay, of course, like I make sure the the nightly cost, the daily cost of wherever I'm staying is less than what I'm charging for somebody to rent my house so that I make sure that I'm going to profit. And so did a little staycation in Los Angeles, which was nice. I had somebody cancel actually. Um, so I got, you know, part of the reservation cancellation fee, you know, it doesn't, it's not like a 100% um, refund. And then I had somebody request to book for 30 days. And interestingly enough, you know, you guys know that I've had um, my friend Susie on the show before I'm actually at her house right now. And she happens to have a very successful Airbnb business and also happens to coach people and teach people how to set up their own Airbnb businesses. And so I had this request come through for a 30 night stay. And I'm like, okay, like one, that's great money for me. And do I really want to be out of my house for 30 days? Not really. Like, that sounds like a lot. That sounds kind of inconvenient, not ideal situation. And so I sent it to Susie. I'm like, all right, should I take this booking? And if so, can I come visit you during that, that month? And she was like, yeah, sure. So, cause I've been saying that I want to go to Florida over the past year. Like, you know, Florida has, has stayed quite open pretty much the entire time. And they've been doing great, like great numbers across the board, whether it's like the COVID numbers, their unemployment numbers, like all the things. And so I'm like, I want to, I want to go see what's up in Florida and like live some life and see some humans. And so I've been wanting to do that and saying, I'm going to make a trip. And, and so had this beautiful opportunity to actually follow through on that and get to spend time with one of my dear, dear friends, have some summer, be a block from the beach. Are you an entrepreneur looking to elevate your authority? Do you want to be known as the go-to expert in your industry, even more than you already are? To reach celebrity status and get your message out to even more people around the world? Have you been considering public relations, but you just haven't found the right agency to work with? Or maybe you haven't seen the results that you were hoping for? I get it. Working with a PR agency can be expensive and sometimes you don't get the results. At Influence and Impact, we've worked with some of the biggest heart-centered entrepreneurs in the game, helping them to land major media coverage, top podcast interviews, speaking gigs, and collaborate with influencers who are excited to share their message with their audience. We would love to support you in getting your message out into the world in an even bigger way so that you can make an even bigger impact. You deserve it, and the world needs more of you. To learn more about Influence and Impact's PR and influencer marketing services, please visit laurensalon.com. The special thing about this is this month of June, right? I'm here until just after 4th of July, most likely. This month, these 30 days also happen to be a really special time in my business and also in my own up-leveling and personal development and growth. So what that means is I, as you guys know, I've got my PR agency, the PR accelerator, and I love, I love that. I love what I'm doing over there. I love my clients over there. My team is killing it. And I've been expanding into some new things with the Amplify brand, with 
my women's mentorship, with my upcoming membership program and membership community. And so this next 30 days is a really big creation month for me. So I'm creating new programs, new things for you, new things that I'm so excited about. And I also invested or reinvested rather into more mentorship for myself with one of my new mentors. And that happens to be a four week mentorship container. So, and those four weeks coincide exactly with the four weeks that I'm here in Florida. And so I'm noticing all these shifts happening at the same time, you know, being in Florida for an energetic reset for just, just a a recharge, a refresh, all of that. But then also I'm in this transitional place and this creation zone in my business and in this creation zone, transitional place, up-leveling personally and professionally with investing in myself. So there's all these kind of transitions going on. And, and so I think sometimes like when you're doing some big changes and you're in the midst of transformations, like I am right now, like being in a new environment can really support that too. And so I'm feeling just such, like, I'm feeling like I'm on the brink of massive, massive growth and massive transformation. And it's really exciting. And it feels really aligned to be going through that in a new environment, especially in an environment that feels free and lighter, right? Because I'll I'll tell you, like the energy in Los Angeles is heavy. It is dense. People are still operating very much in fear in LA. And and I am sensitive to that in the way that like I can feel that. And so that's why a lot of the times like I need to do these trips or get out of town to do that energetic reset because that energy is heavy. And as good as I am at clearing it and managing my own energy and state, sometimes I need the help of a change of scenery to do that. And you've likely heard people talk about how your environment is more important than your motivation or something. Your environment is more important than your discipline, all that kind of stuff. And while on some level, I agree with that, right? Like if your office space is just like real messy and cluttered and dark and like whatever it is, and just like not supportive to productivity, to creativity, to whatever it is, then it's going to be a little bit harder to get shit done. And it's going to be a little harder to tap into that highest self version of you and put, put forward the best stuff. And I also think on the other side of that, when you are so clear in your purpose and you're so fired up and you are connected to your why and your vision, the environment shouldn't really make that big of a difference. The keyword there is shouldn't. And so with that, it's like, yes, your environment is very, very important And it's not necessarily the only important thing. And you can sharpen your acts, right? To be able to be productive and effective in any environment, as I think you should. And at the same time, knowing yourself and knowing what's going to support you best is going to be really effective. So like I said, you know, I thankfully can work in many different situations and be effective in many different situations, which is has come with practice, of course. And it's one of the big reasons why I work for myself so that I can work anywhere. You know, I can, I need my laptop and Wi-Fi, and there we go. My entire business is with me. 
And I want that kind of freedom and flexibility in my life. And I also, you know, know that it can take some practice to be just as effective, you know, recording a podcast episode, sitting on the floor in your friend's house as, as it is being at home in the studio sort of thing. Right. And sometimes it's a little more challenging to be as like hyperproductive when you are working from your hotel in Tulum than when you're home in, in Los Angeles and the beach isn't literally like two steps away. So I think it can go both ways, right? Your environment is so, so important to your productivity, to your energy. And you should also, I think, work on being adaptable so that you can be effective in any situation. So you can be prepared really for all possibilities. And so for me, like I said, once again, for me, this is an energetic reset on many levels. I'm in a a big transitional phase an expansion phase an up-leveling phase in my business, in my personal life, in my professional self, right? The CEO version of me. And while that necessarily wasn't completely, it it didn't, uh, originate like this, right. I wasn't like, oh, well, I'm going to be doing all these new creative things and I'll be in this transition. So I'm going to go somewhere new. That's not really how it happened. It was more like, you know what? Okay. I'll go somewhere new. Let's mix it up. And then it just so happened that these transitions and this expansion and this new growth that I'm stepping into for myself is also happening in these four weeks. And I, again, I don't think it's an accident that these things coincided with one another, right? I don't think anything happens as an accident, whether or not we th- it makes sense to us. And so I'm really grateful to be in this new environment, to feel so much more lightness, to feel more joy, to be able to experience more human connection. And yeah, And I feel that lightness, you guys like, oh my gosh, seriously, the other day, my first day here. So I got here on Sunday night and on Monday, we went to the grocery store. We went to Whole Foods and this is a little embarrassing, but we got some food from like the, the hot food station or whatever salad bar stuff. And I just the activity of going into a grocery store without a mask and seeing other people in there without a mask and smiling at other humans, connecting with other humans. I know, and I think, you know, that the psychological effects of that, of, of wearing a mask all day long and being afraid of, of other people, right. Afraid of connecting and engaging with other people out in the wild, the psychological effects. And while some people are like, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of an inconvenience. Okay, fine. Right. You can happy. You can absolutely believe that. And I don't think we realize how much that truly is affecting us. Cause I like, I was like, so I had such a freaking grin on my face, walking through that store, like getting, getting our food to eat. And then we went and sat outside and I got emotional. I like cried a tiny bit. If I'm being perfectly honest, just because I didn't really realize I didn't, I realized it conceptually. And I would realize it when I go on these trips to more open places and stuff, but I didn't really realize how much that had affected me and affected the collective. And so, or, or really I just felt it on a new level. And so I feel so much more of that lightness. I feel so much more freeness, right. Freedom being here. And of course, like being with somebody I love, one of my best friends, like that feels so nice. 
being able to walk to the beach, like a block away every morning feels so good. So I guess my invitation to you with this is when you notice yourself needing a change of scenery, like listen to yourself, listen to your body, right? Do what you need to do to get that energetic reset, right? To fill up your cup, whether you're introverted or extroverted, you know, do what, do what your body is asking of you so that you can be the most effective version of you and don't underestimate. Yes. You should be adaptable and malleable and able to work in any circumstance situation. Right. And don't underestimate the power of your environment and be really intentional with the spaces that you are in and the people and the energy that you are around. So that is my message for you today and why I am in Florida for the next month. And if you want to keep up with the adventures, be sure to follow on Instagram, especially tuning into my stories because I'm sharing all the things every single day. And thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I love you. Sending you all the magical vibes and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and if you know of somebody else who is bold, successful, and unapologetically owning their unique magic while they make a big impact in the world, please send them my way. And it would also mean the world to me if you help me get this message out to as many listeners as possible. So if you liked what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you would please take 30 seconds to leave a five-star rating, write a quick review, and share this episode with your friends. Be sure to tag me so that I can say thank you. And until the next episode, keep showing up, keep using your voice, and keep being you. Because the world needs more of your magic. Yeah.